Welcome to Health Data Talks, where industry experts offer bite-sized tips and trends for managing legacy data. Thanks for joining us. I'm Shannon Larkin from Harmony Healthcare IT, and I'm joined today by Bridget Group, who is Corporate Counsel and the Privacy Officer for us here at Harmony. Thanks for being here, Bridget. Thank you so much for having me, Shannon. I always enjoy conversations with you. Likewise. Likewise. Today, I thought we could talk about privacy law in healthcare, specifically around health data. You know, I think in today's digital world, we're all very protective of our personal information and especially our health data. And I think clearly in the work that we're doing at Harmony, you know, where we're storing and protecting data for healthcare delivery organizations, privacy is really at the heart of what we do. So I heard that it's the 20-year anniversary of the HIPAA privacy rule and thought maybe we could start there in celebration of that. Yes, yes. So as a privacy professional, it's always exciting when a privacy regulation has a birthday. So happy 20th birthday mm-hmm. to the HIPAA privacy rule. <laughs> so for privacy professionals, the past couple of years have been really an exciting time for us because privacy is, in our opinion, finally getting the spotlight that it deserves. So as Shannon mentioned, we have a very mature law in the healthcare space, the HIPAA privacy rule. But on the other side, in the consumer space, more importance is starting to be placed on how data is collected and used. And legislators are starting to introduce laws at the state level, handling data privacy for consumers. So what this means legally is that now there's a whole new slew of privacy laws that are impacting the healthcare space or might be impacting the healthcare space and are things that hospitals, health organizations, and even companies like Harmony Healthcare IT have to consider. So in the past year, six comprehensive consumer privacy bills were passed. And so that means six states now have a privacy law that might be applicable to a healthcare organization. And 39 states are closely following behind as they've introduced some type of privacy legislation over the past year as well. So what's important for the healthcare space is, you know, we have HIPAA that we all really understand that's that's pretty mature, but there might be a gap in information that hospitals or health systems are collecting about their patients. And in those cases, state law might apply to that information because it's not subject to HIPAA. It's outside of the protected health information definition. So you said six states and then 39 are lined up. So there's a lot of state pickup. You also mentioned in there that Harmony Healthcare IT, just as a data management company, that this would also apply. So clearly privacy rules do apply to the work that we do. But can you comment more on that? Just how the privacy and maybe these state laws are applicable not only to us, but any other health IT vendor? Absolutely. Yeah. So generally, when any of these new types of regulations come out, what will end up happening is our customers will take a look at the information that they collect and they'll say, here's the protected patient health record that we have this data subject to HIPAA. And then they'll also look at any other information that they're collecting about individual patients, which can sometimes be consumers because patients are consumers of healthcare. And so they'll need to take a look at all that information and say, okay, is there anything that we're collecting that's outside of that protected health record? And if so, is it subject to some of these state laws? So Harmony being a data data manager, we end up getting some of those requirements through policies that the customer passes along to us. So really the nexus here is 
how do these applicable portions of laws come down to harmony healthcare IT after the customer has taken an opportunity to look at their whole data set and said, okay, what laws are applicable here? What do we need to consider? And once they've done that, they've created those policies, then they'll end up adjusting the customer agreements that, that or the agreements that they have, and they will pass those obligations down onto us in the agreements. Right. And most of those agreements are for one of the primary services that we offer is data archiving. So can you talk a little bit about how archiving data is supporting compliance with those privacy policies? Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, the data archiving projects really centralize all the legacy data that our customers are using, that they're managing, that they need for clinical or other regulatory purposes. So all of that legacy data is in one location. So they're able to apply their privacy controls and their privacy policies for all their historical information comprehensively in that archive. And then more importantly, some of those policies involve really the interaction with that data. So customers will pass along those policies. Customers, healthcare organizations will pass those policies along to us, like I mentioned, via the agreements. And I think just highlighting some examples is easiest here because just saying policies or saying agreements, it's kind of a broad brush. So some specifics here really help give some life to that. So a good example of a tenant in the privacy space is around data access and whether an individual can make a request about information captured on them and then how that request is fulfilled. So our customers, the hospital and health systems, will have a policy around how a record is distributed back to a patient who makes a request for a copy of that record. So for us as a steward of that data, we have an agreement with the hospital that says, depending on the services they purchase, how that record will be distributed back to the patient. So if the customer has just purchased the Health Data Archiver software, then the customer health system HIM department will actually fulfill that request for the record themselves using the Health Data Archiver user interface. On the other side of that, if a customer or health system purchases the record release service from Harmony, then we're actually authorized in that customer agreement to receive a request for a record from a patient. And we are actually approved, able to use the customer's approval process. And we will fulfill that request on behalf of the customer. Mm -hmm. So that access principle is one that comes to mind specifically with a couple of the different products that we provide. That makes sense. That makes sense. And how else is Harmony enabling clients to respect privacy laws then? Yeah, absolutely. So I mentioned kind of those, that one specific example around patient access to records, but Harmony as a whole company, we follow the HIPAA privacy principles. And then we also enact some other state ones that we believe are applicable to information that our customers collect. And then we incorporate that through our standard operating procedures throughout the entire organization, just around data handling generally. But more specifically, our team has some tools for our customers to do their own data privacy management. And that's like I had mentioned before with the Health Data Archiver tool itself, the user interface, 
Customers can use audit logs to look at who accesses records when, and they can also apply some role-based access around the Health Data Archiver to ensure that only people who need access to specific records to perform the functions of their job are the ones that have access to protected health information or any other record that might be stored in the Health Data Archiver. Additionally, there's some data purge functionality that allows customers to comply with legal retention requirements that might be under the privacy law as well, so that organizations are maintaining information only for the period necessary so that they can ensure that it has the appropriate protections around it um, and is only used for the specific purpose which it was collected. I think some of those, you know, it's just been years that we've been building a lot of those features into Health Data Archiver. So a lot of those rule-based access controls, I mean, obviously apply here, but are so important. I know another service we've been working on developing is secure record delivery and just record release. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So with delivery and secure record release, we're really beginning to engage directly with patients on behalf of our customers. So Customers will include in in the services agreement, basically authorization for us as an organization to interact with the patient. So on secure record delivery, we are enabling our customers to take the historical record from the Health Data Archiver application and actually push it into like Epic's MyChart application so that a customer can go ahead and access their their historical record via their, their MyChart account. And in that case, the customer has direct control and the patient really has direct control. I should have said patient instead of customer there. The patient has direct control over their record and they can see it in one comprehensive location. On secure record release, we are actually, like I mentioned before, engaging directly with the patient or somebody who's requesting a record on behalf of the patient. And we are are fulfilling that right of access that the patient has under HIPAA and that they might have under state law. Yep. I think that's just really good that you commented on that. The secure record delivery, especially where we're passing that historical record through so consumers can access it, but we're doing it in a secure legal way is is important and just a great feature that we see a lot of our customers taking advantage of. So mm-hmm. absolutely. With privacy all around based on what we're doing and the kind of important protected health data that we're securing. So I think this was a good overview. I really appreciate you joining us today. It's always good to revisit law and regulation. Very exciting stuff that I know you love talking about, and uh, but it's really important in the work that we're doing at Harmony. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. You are always welcome. And to our audience, thanks for listening today along with Bridget. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of Health Data Talks. That's it for this session of Health Data Talks. Check out helpful resources at HarmonyHIT.com and follow us in your favorite podcast app to catch future episodes. We'll see you next time.